0: Hello and welcome to Quick Charge by Electrek. I'm Mikey G and it's Saturday, January 14th. Tesla has massively cut prices across new models in the US and also Europe. The largest price drop occurring on the Model Y, which is now $13,000 and 20% cheaper than it was on Thursday morning and afternoon. The changes just happened on Tesla's website and seem to cover all the models. Among other things, this means that the base five seat Model Y now qualifies for the $7,500 EV tax credit in the Inflation Reduction Act. We don't have a comment from Musk on the drop in the price, but Tesla spokesperson in Germany said, quote, At the end of a turbulent year with interruptions to the supply chain, we have achieved a partial normalization of cost inflation, which gives us the confidence to pass this relief onto to our customers. Now, this actually mirrors comments made by Tesla China executives after a similar price drop occurred in that market last week. The price drop in some markets are the first time Tesla has done so in almost two years of gradually raising them to new all-time highs. Steadily, Tesla has been increasing the price of their vehicles and citing the cost of materials as a reason. Tesla also said that they were doing so in anticipation for upcoming costs rising, as their gross margin on vehicles was simultaneously quite high. Demand certainly allowed Tesla to increase the prices in any event, something that they were keen to capitalize on. In the last two quarters, Tesla has had their two biggest discrepancies between cars produced and cars delivered. What's interesting is that the price drops are significant enough that Tesla is now undercutting many other EV competition. Stay tuned for my thoughts on Tesla's price drop. (music) Tesla is expected to release a new autopilot full self-driving hardware suite imminently, and now more details have leaked. Tesla has started to indicate that some major changes are coming. For example, after famously removing the radar sensors from their hardware suite, we learned just last month that Tesla is planning to add one as soon as this month. Additionally, we also reported on a Tesla Model 3 prototype that potentially featured a new autopilot slash full self-driving hardware suite. But now some additional information about Tesla's autopilot hardware update, which refers to the hardware autopilot 4.0, has come out. Based on the leak, Tesla is planning to update the front-facing camera hub with two higher-resolution cameras instead of three lower-resolution ones. The new camera hub and also the B-pillar cameras will now appear to be equipped with a new fan or heating system to help keep them clear. This is new information that doesn't mention anything about the cameras being added to the sensor suite, which is throwing a little bit of cold water on the prospect of adding a headlight or bumper camera as seen on the Model 3 prototype. Some years ago, Elon Musk said that Tesla vehicles were equipped with the necessary hardware to achieve actual self-driving capability. And this isn't the first time that such was not the case. (music) Mazda has finally announced their long-rumored MX-30 plug-in hybrid, which is named the MX-30 REV. It'll use a small rotary engine to supplement the range with an extender of propulsion. Mazda will offer drivers a choice of three drive modes to control the engine. A normal mode, which mostly uses the electric motor until battery charge gets low or the driver floors the accelerator. EV mode, which will force the engine to stay off as long as possible. And charge mode, which will preferentially run the gas engine so that you can maintain a certain battery charge or percentage. It has an 830cc rotary engine and a 13-gallon gas tank that can recharge the battery so Mazda has not yet shared the range estimates for total usage. They have shared one specification, which is a 53-mile range using the WLTP test system. This means that a rotary version of the battery pack is half the size of the all-electric version with 17.8 kWh for the rotary and 35.5 kWh for the fully electric. By the way, this rotary version is only going to be available in Europe. Ford gave their dealers, including Lincoln, an ultimatum to either buy in and go all-electric or wait until 2027 as part of their voluntary Model E EV program. And according to a new report from Automotive News, 59% of the Ford dealers are going in on this epic journey to invest up to $900,000 to sell EVs. Regarding Lincoln, this is 356 Lincoln dealers that account for 88% of the brand's sales volume and about 90% of the nation's top 130 luxury markets. Part of the investments include two DC fast chargers and seven Level 2 chargers. Dealerships that include both Ford and Lincoln are required to invest in both programs before they can sell an unlimited number of EVs. How nice of them. Although Lincoln doesn't sell any electric vehicles at the moment, it does expect half of their global volume to be electric by the year 2025. The brand has announced that it will release three Lincoln EVs by that year and more the following year. Nikola has announced that it is moving its battery manufacturing operation from their current site in Cypress, California, to a production facility in Coolidge, Arizona. Batteries will soon join Nikola's current truck and fuel cell power module assembly in Arizona with hopes to increase battery production efficiencies, bolstered by new assembly line automation. In the meantime, Nikola intends to continue EV manufacturing in Cyprus through the second quarter while it works to implement a proper assembly capability in Arizona. This, they say, will ensure a smooth transition without any halts to production. BMW CEO Oliver Zips said that BMW, quote, will be the benchmark in terms of range, charging speed, and pricing. Don't forget pricing. Now, it's interesting that a brand associated with luxury is touting their goal of price leadership. A key factor in the success of this new BMW architecture that they're releasing will be their battery technology, an area of which they have been investing heavily in. BMW has already shared that the new platform will include new cylindrical cells, that are expected to improve energy density, charging speeds, and overall range by 20 to 30% compared to current battery technology. Now, this tech appears to be much of the reason behind Zips' benchmark comments. For BMW, they could have an ace in the hole. In December, BMW had committed $20 million to a longtime partner, Solid Power, going to license their solid state battery technology and implement assembly lines at their own production facilities. If successful, BMW might be able to deliver. Okay, it is opinion time. Some of you may recall that when I was looking for an EV last year, I had quickly ruled out Tesla. I wanted one, but, you know, the starting price and the lack of a tax credit quickly ruled that out. At the time, the Model Y started at $66,000 and no tax credit. Whereas other cars, like the ID4, for example, it had a fully loaded price around $53,000, and it also qualified for the tax credit. If the Model Y did have a price that it does today, and also the tax credit that it does today, then my decision would have been greatly affected. we will say that. I think that the rush to buy Teslas is on. I would not be surprised if a backlog started to grow very quickly, and then used Teslas would sell higher than new ones all over again. The rest of the auto market probably won't have these issues, but I think Tesla very well could. All that hounding for product will drive up popularity all over again, which in turn may lead to more confidence by our favorite hornet nest-stirring Elon Musk. In today's community comment found on YouTube, The Things You Will Find asks, What are your thoughts on buying a used high-mileage EV? Well, things you will find, it all depends on the car and how well it was taken care of. My advice would be first to decide what car you want to buy used and then find a way to read the battery through reporting software. Especially for popular or older EVs, you can find software that plugs into the OBD2 and that will tell you how many times the battery has been quick-charged, charged over 80%, and so on. This battery hygiene will tell you scores of information about the exact car that you're sitting inside of, whereas the owner either won't or more likely can't tell you all about that. I would not recommend buying a high-mileage Nissan Leaf unless you plan on replacing the battery pack. Those cars have passive or air-cooled batteries that, in my experience, degrade incredibly fast for the lifetime. Their next car, the Aria Crossover, it addresses that, so I'm not worried about that one. Also, be aware of where the car comes from. If you get a car from here in Utah, for example, we use salt on the roads during the wintertime, and it can expedite corrosion on the undercarriage. It's also an indicator that the car has been used a lot in the winter and therefore run down the battery pack more so than otherwise. Really, the trope is a low mileage, cheap car with no rust and full dealership paperwork. Normally cars like this are only available through grandmas and not dealerships. So good luck hunting and make sure that you find the car first, meaning the make and model, then get into the details of which one you want. Be patient, the right one will come. Because when you're in a rush, that's when things really don't go your way. Thanks for watching Quick Charge by Electrek. I'm Mikey G, and I hope you have a great day.